You're listening to the What The Chuck Podcast with Megan Rage. Wednesday. I did not realize that we got Monday off of work. Like, I don't know. For some reason, New Year's doesn't seem like a big holiday to me. So I'm like, okay, cool. It's on New Year's Day on Sunday. So we'll have to be back at work on Monday. But no, we have Monday off. And I'm like beyond excited. I want to do absolutely nothing. I want to watch movies. I want to chill because I feel like we really didn't get to do that for Christmas. Like I'm just trying to take a load off. I'm trying to take a load off. Hi, guys. Welcome to episode 135, which you will hear in the new year. New year. Same me. <laughs> Hopefully some more listeners, some improvements to the pod. But that's definitely not coming the first week of the new year. Oh, no. Oh, no, it definitely is not. Um, in my team's chat today, what this uh, girl that used to be a supervisor, she was on a rotation kind of like I am right now, and she's not anymore. <laughs> she wrote in the chat, which I like never participate in. She was like, good morning to everyone except for this one person. And um, uh, every, the, that person responded and was like, um, I miss supervisor. I miss the supervisor. You that used to be fake nice to everyone. Now you're just mean. And she was like, oh, she she gone. And I've never related to that more in my life. Like I used to have to be nice to you guys. And now I don't anymore. Now I'm your peer. Well, I mean, always the peer. But um, I don't know why I told you that story. It's just the, I've been thinking about it all day because it was so funny because she was like the sweetest supervisor ever, like so supportive, so nice, so comforting. And now she just like comes for everyone's heads in the, the, the chat. And it's like gives me life. Um, Yeah. Yeah, that's really it. That's all I have to say. We're going to finally walk in the Fab 40s tonight. Like, I'm off work. This is going to be short and sweet. We're going to take the dogs. At least that's what Brett said earlier. But by this time, who knows what kind of mood is set in and if we're still going to go. Also, he was fully in charge of the dogs yesterday. Please tell me why. He was supposed to be monitoring potty times. I, like, set timers. I'm very religious about when I take them out. Lola peed and pooped in the house yesterday. And he was, like, blaming her. I was like, no, it's your fault. You have to take her out. And then when he takes her out, he, like, rushes inside. I'm like, you have to watch her cues she doesn't want to come back in the house if she has to take a shit you got to watch her he's just in such a rush all the time a rush 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 so we'll see if we're still going I haven't gone downstairs I got off work immediately I'm recording this and then I'm gonna go downstairs and be like okay you ready a French braided my hair so I could put a cute beanie on in case I run into anyone that I know that I don't want to see so I don't look like a total train wreck like I did earlier earlier um I got an email from Instagram saying that like someone tried to change my password and I was like this has to be a scam email so I checked the email address that it came from I was like that doesn't seem legit so then I went in and made some changes to my security on my Instagram and I got a couple emails and it came from the same email address so I'm like oh fuck someone was trying to hack me today so I tried to set up I already have two-step verification so <laughs> cash me outside but I also verified my email address they sent me a code and then I tried to do that with my phone number the code never came I tried like 18 times and it didn't work so I was wasn't able to do that but I'm like who the fuck was trying to get into my shit like that's so ugh, it makes me so uneasy so I went in I changed my profile or my password and stuff but um yeah I don't I don't like that I don't like that at all also got on social media earlier and Southwest updated their cover photo I'm like oh really you canceled 70% of your flights today but someone had time to go in and update your cover photo now I get there's different departments and stuff but maybe if you're in the social media department you should be responding to the countless messages that I'm sure that you're getting because people are waiting for hours and hours and hours on the phone can't get through to anyone so I'm sure they're sending you messages online and uh, maybe maybe work on that instead of updating your 
your uh, banner on Facebook. Just a thought. And it wasn't even like, I don't know, maybe they were, maybe before they had a holiday banner and they were just switching it back to their normal one, but it just wasn't a good look. I was so pumped to click on the comments and kind of read through them, but they hid them all and then they were disabled any future comments, which really bummed me out. I was like, damn, I wish I could see what people were saying. Probably like, hey, um, get off Facebook. <laughs> Go home, Southwest. You're drunk. Thursday. We started and almost finished season two of White Lotus last night. It's so different from season one. Like it almost gave me anxiety, like everything that was happening in season one. It was like funny and lighthearted. This season feels a little bit more serious. Like last night, I was like, I don't think I'm going to be able to fall asleep after watching that. But it's so good. Um, Hi, guys. It's Thursday. I don't know why I haven't thought of this before. I've just been doing kind of like busy work. because I'm still obviously learning. It's harder to learn when it's during the holiday season, like people are off. So they've just been giving me like kind of busy jobs to keep myself busy. So today I was working on like a bunch of PowerPoints, which is basically what I've been doing the past like few days. Why in the world have I not been listening to music in my office? Because I'm not used to having freedom, right? So I was sitting here today and I was like, oh my God, I can pull up Apple Music from my laptop and legit start playing it. What's even funnier is recently on Shuffle, Marky Basie came on and I was like, I totally forgot about Marky Basie. Wouldn't you know it? I logged on to Apple to Music today and there is a brand new album from Marky Basie. So I listened to that. I listened to Harry Styles live. I let it shuffle for a little while. Like, hello, game freaking changer to have music on in the background while I'm working. So today's been like the best day ever at work because of that. Also, um, I was doing show prep earlier and Clayton from The Bachelor, he (laughs) posted something on Instagram. He was like, I just want to share what I've been going through with everyone. And like, not to knock anyone that's going through something, you know, I just feel like this is a little much for what the outcome is. So Clayton goes on to post multiple slides that are not spaced well. It's not very readable. The readability low um, about how he was he's he's feeling some type of way now that he's not in the spotlight anymore like when you're the bachelor you have all this attention always your mentions are always popping and you have all this you know you're popular you have all this you're famous for a short period of time and some people from the bachelor franchise remain famous I feel like if there's any franchise that can relate to how he's feeling it's probably people within the bachelor bachelorette franchise because sometimes people are just forgotten, kind of like Clayton. We aren't talking about him. We aren't thinking about him. Like, he is not the top of anyone's mind. And so he's feeling like, like I said, he's feeling low because he went from being very popular and well-liked to no one gives a fuck. And he posted all about dopamine and all this stuff. And I'm like, let me get out my very small violin for you, Clayton. Like, what the fuck? Maybe you shouldn't have been such a prick on your season and you would have stood a chance going forward. How about that? How about that? You want to hear something crazy? Jeff Ross, you know, the comedian back in 2015, he went to this correctional facility and was supposed to be roasting the prisoners, which is not something that would happen in 2023. Let me tell you. And he had this 17 minute conversation with this guy who showed no remorse for the um, the sentencing or not the sentencing, the verdict that was just passed down. He murdered someone, basically showed no remorse. So now he's getting the, be- the the death penalty, and that was used as part of his sentencing. So his lawyers are trying to get it thrown out. I'm like, on in what planet is this actually happening right now? Um, <clears throat> also, let's just do a little show prep talk right now. Um, Kim Kardashian did an interview. She's been on a podcast kick. She went from um, Angie Martinez to Gwyneth Paltrow, and she was talking about her marriages and how Kanye was the most serious one, obviously, and how she's not opposed to having one more, but she hopes that the next one is the last. And she also said she wouldn't be opposed like a lifelong partnership instead of a marriage. Like she wanted wants to take things really slow. She's also not opposed to having another child. We all know she's going to get a surrogate, but still. 
potential Kim Kardashian babies in the future with, I mean, no one because she's not with anyone, but you're so you're saying there's a chance. Uh, Nick Cannon and and his one of his ladies um, had another baby. Michelle Obama said that she's hated. I really liked what she had to say, actually. Let me pull this up because I thought it was really interesting. What show was she on? Um, what was she on? She was on a panel for Revolt TV talking about the struggles of raising a family and balancing a career. And she said, people think I'm being catty saying this. There were 10 years where I couldn't stand my husband. And guess when it happened? When those kids were little, she said, um, and for 10 years while we were trying to build our careers and, you know, worrying about school and who's doing what, I was like, oh, this isn't it. Um, And she said, but guess what? 10 years, we've been married for 30. I would take 10 bad years over 30. That's just how you have to look at it. And people give up after five saying that they can't take it anymore. And I thought that was so interesting. Um, I don't know, just as like someone that's married and, you know, there's good days and there's bad days. I had this dream that I released a pot. I mean, I'm always saying some shit about Brett, but I had this dream that I (laughs) like released this podcast that was so bad. It was so bad. Just discussing all the it was a dream. So it was all these problems that didn't really exist. But um, anyways, just, you know, you have your daily struggles and your life struggles and your personal struggles and your struggles and relationships and your work struggles. And sometimes it it's all at once. And sometimes it's really hard. So I just thought that it was interesting that she said that for 10 years she hated him, like couldn't stand him. That's a long time to not like someone and really stick with it. What else? Um, Yay is missing. He was dodging someone that used to represent him, someone that was doing work for him, um, a business manager. I guess he owes this guy $4.5 million, and this guy's been trying to serve Kanye papers, but no one knows where he is. He's kind of been like a nomad recently, doesn't really have a home, home base. Uh, this girl released a TikTok saying that she hooked up with Drake, that Drake saw her video. She had tagged him. He slid into her DMs, called her. They had a conversation. He flew her out to his place on his private jet, which... Uh, girl, please. That's where we lost you. That's where the lie started. And then she went over to his house. They watched movies. They had unprotected sex. And then she tried to take a video of him, which is like, hi, if you're ever around a famous person, like, don't take your phone out. That's the number one rule. And he slapped her phone out of her hand and then kicked her out of the room. And so Drake's response to this on Instagram <laughs> um, was never met, never spoke, never flew, which I thought was really funny. <clears throat> And I definitely believe him. This girl's story did not seem credible. She had like some very bare bones facts in there. Um, So Takeoff, ABC did this like memorial for people that died in 2022. They included Takeoff and they put a picture of Quavo. So someone's getting fired. Someone is fucking getting fired. And that's really all I have for you today. There's some more. Entertainment news has been so slow. I just had to record. Let's see. One, um, two four, six, six radio shows, and it was rough. One, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah, six radio shows out till next Tuesday, and it was fucking rough. I have to record one more tomorrow. There is nothing. The radio stations aren't doing contesting anymore. I have nothing to talk about as far as that goes. There's nothing happening in entertainment news. It is literally pulling teeth. I'm looking up the artists like I'm about to talk about Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Oh, it looks like there's going to be a pop-up in Kansas City. I wish we could get that out here. Thank you for listening. Goodbye. Hi, we have an app. Hi, follow us on social media. Hi, this song's coming up in less than five minutes. Like, it's so hard during the holidays. It's like fucking pulling teeth. So, yeah, I do have some more entertainment news. Um, 
wrote down here. Is it interesting enough to talk about on the pod? Probably not. You guys, one more thing. So I'm going bowling this evening. My, I told you all about my brother-in-law has been wanting us to go bowling, so we're going. Um, and I just, you know, got very bare, bare minimum ready. I did wash my hair because it was itchy. I hadn't washed it in a few days. And I've just put on bare bones makeup. I use the tubing mascara because that's what I've been using every day. It is so fucking good. I cannot stress this enough. If you just want to test it, go get a travel size at Ulta of the Tarte tubing mascara. It is bomb.com. Friday. I got a laptop stand for my laptop <laughs> and it's life changing. It just came today and it's like up high at eye level. I feel like I can see things better. And now when Chuck walks across my desk, I'm not at risk of him deleting something like he has before or breaking something like the touchpad on my on my laptop, which, by the way, I've moved my appointment twice now. I feel like ugh, I don't know. I don't want to I don't want to take my laptop in. I don't want to deal with it right now. It's stressing me out. It's causing me anxiety. So I feel like it's not um, I think I panicked when it when I saw that there was like something wrong. But I, I also looked on Reddit and people are saying that this was like part of the most recent Mac update and that they did something to fix it or that it should be fixed with like the next update. So uh, when I asked the guy on the Apple chat, like what problems I could face if I don't bring it in, he basically said like my laptop acting slow or not charging, but it's been charging and it's not acting slow. What does happen is sometimes it says that it's charging and then it it's dead. It's not charging. And that could be because it's not directly plugged into the wall. I have like a million extension cords um, below my computer and it's plugged into one of them. So I don't know. Just like my nail appointment, one of my nails is broken and all week I've been like, I'm going to go on my lunch break. I'm going to go after work and I haven't gone. And now I just feel like it's uh, what's the point? Like, I really don't want to go just to get one nail fixed. Now it would be two nails because I accidentally cut one with a knife. I just feel like if I just wait, if I just live out this short nail, I mean, who am I really going to see? Yeah, we're going to have a couple people over for like New Year's Eve tomorrow. But how would they know? Well, they are going to know because it's very obvious. But I just feel like if I wait till next weekend, I can just get my nails done again. Like that's I just don't want to go. I don't know. I'm like this. This weather has me feeling some type of way. Um, I just feel low energy and I don't feel like doing it tonight. We're going to go to dinner. We aren't anymore. We were going to walk the fab 40s. We aren't anymore. Brett's going to make a stir fry. We're going to go to bed early. And that sounds like the perfect fucking night to me. We finished White Lotus last night. We thought um, season two was six episodes like season one, but it was seven. So we were up past midnight, which we never do. Even the night before we were up late watching White Lotus, I texted my friend Sierra that she looks like one of the girls in season two. And she's like, why are you up so late? Like, I am notorious for being asleep by 830. Um, but it's been keeping us up late. And it was so good. I'm not going to talk about it too much because I do have a couple friends that are watching it right now. But season two is so much better than season one. And I'm so excited that there's going to be a season three. I just um, I kind of like how it just ends too. like every season, you know, there's not going to be like this perfectly like tied bow on the end. You're probably never going to see these people again. And we just keep it moving on to the next uh, group of people that are going to stay at a new White Lotus location. So, yeah, it was really good. 1010 recommend if you haven't started watching it and you're unsure. Season one is totally different from season two, but it is important that you watch season one. And Brett, for the first time, was like predicting things. Brett never predicts things that are going to happen because normally he's like halfway paying attention, but he really liked this show. Next tonight, I think we're going to start watching 
um, something on Netflix that I've seen and I saw a few people posting about it. Don't pick up the phone. It's a documentary series, I think. So that's on the agenda for tonight. We're going to make a stir fry. We're going to chill. We're going to go to bed early. I have a massage tomorrow morning and I can't freaking wait. And then I need to go to Trader Joe's. Brett's making a curry and we're just having like a couple people over, like like four people. I'm not going to get dressed up. I'm going to put some makeup on, but I'm going to be wearing sweats. Like it's super low key. So I'm excited. And then Sunday, we're not doing anything. And then Monday I'm off. We're not doing anything. Oh, I'm just so excited to have some time off with no plans. I feel like lately we've just had so much going on and so many plans. I'm excited to have none of the above. I want to just like watch some shows and chill the fuck out. I'm really excited about that. Um, let's see. What's on my list? Oh, so I got. OK, first of all, let's back it up to last night. So I told you guys that we were going bowling. Right. And I just thought it was going to be me, Brett and my brother-in-law. So we pull in the Folsom Lake Bowl and I was like, wait a second. I saw my stepmom's car. I was like, what's happening? First, I was like, whose birthday is it? Is this a surprise of some sort? I'm like, no, no birthdays. And so we walk in and I guess Brian just didn't like communicate to us that that's what was happening. So my dad was there. My stepmom was there. My stepsister was there. And then their friend, um, Tony. And so who I've known since I was like in high school, <clears throat> I was shocked, which I, like made it 10 times more fun that everyone was there. My stepsister didn't bowl, but she was just, you know, there. And my stepbrother or her husband was taking it extremely seriously. Um, like when it was about to be my turn, he was like, Megan, Megan, you're up next. And I get now why, because he was trying to, there was like kind of a lot of us. So he was trying to squeeze in as many games as we could in the two hours that we had on the lane. But um, it was so fun. So the first game that we bowled, <clears throat> I like wasn't doing well at first like I haven't bowled in a really long time so it was taking a second for me to get my my bearings and so everyone wanted to step in and coach me Brian was like <clears throat> which is my sister-in-law's no my stepsisters I get sister-in-law and stepsister my stepsister's husband his name's Brian he was like, you need to hold the ball in front of your face. You need to look at the, and then Brett was like, you need to look at the pins first, line it up and then go. My dad was like, you need to start at this line and then walk forward. So like four turns in a row, I did not hit a single pin. And then I was like, you know what? You guys just, the next game I was just like, no one tell me what to do. I know that it might not be cute when I do it, but let me just do it how I do it. And I kicked everyone's ass the second game. Like I got three strikes in a row. I think I got five strikes the entire game. Um, my final score was like over 160. There was someone that came pretty close to me, but um, Brett got the worst score. I wanted to stay for another game, but I didn't realize everyone was going to be there. I thought we were going to come in, play a couple games. We we're going to get some bowling food and then go home. So before we left the house, Brett was like, should we feed the dogs? And I was like, no, we're not going to be gone very long. They were all planning on they did go to dinner afterwards. Like I had no clue. My dad texted me like almost 10 p.m. and said they had just got home. So there was no way we could have stayed and done all that. The, the dogs needed to eat. So <clears throat> we left after that game where I absolutely fucking smashed it. Everyone was shocked. I was like, am I invited back next time? And Brian was like, you're on the league. So I actually do really want to do it again. Oh, bowling shoes just gross me out. My socks, my shoes. I just couldn't wait to take my shoes off because my feet stunk so bad from being in the bowling shoes. It was so much fun, though. Um, so we came home and Brett was like, just go out and get us something. He was craving a burger. He wanted a burger from the bowling alley. But like I said, Brian was taking it so seriously. We were like back to back to back that we wouldn't have had time to like order something and like eat. So um, Brett was like, let's get 
boudin and i was like i'm always down for boudin and he was like don't they have burgers and i was like well smash burgers next door we've never had a smash burger and so Brett was like, yeah, let's get that. So I pulled into the parking lot of Lomans and I was going to go get Chipotle because I was just really wanted a burrito bowl. But I was like, uh, it was raining. I just washed my hair. I was like, I'll just fucking get smash burger. So I got a chicken sandwich and I got bread a burger and I brought it home with some like garlic rosemary fries. It was terrible. I was like instant regret. I felt like shit after I ate it. The fries like weren't even crispy. They weren't even cooked all the way. They were like super oily, you know. The burger was super oily. It had like chilies in it. It just it was not good. I like wanted to throw it away, but I was also starving. So I don't know if anyone else has been to Smash Burger, but it's not really not really my jam. I was curious about those non-dairy milkshakes. So I was like, mm, a milkshake that wouldn't fuck me up. Fuck it up. Fuck it up. I didn't get one, though, because, you know, they had the calories on the cat on the fucking menu and I was already feeling bad enough. So got home, ate those regret, instant regret. And then, yeah, that was basically it. So it was so much fun. I want to go bowling with everyone again. I wish I would have known like we would have fed the dog. Like, I wish I could have stayed longer. Like when first of all, I haven't gone bowling with my dad since I was probably like six at like a birthday party or something. I just would have taken full advantage had I known. Um, that everyone was going to be there, but it was still super fun. I had like a great two hours. It was amazing. And then today I got, um, I got an email from Land Rover <clears throat> about our car service and I deleted it. I was like, Meh. I don't really am not like, what do they care? And then today I got a text from the service guy that serviced the car. And he was like, hey, just following up to see. I told you, turn my swag on. It came from like the phone number, like the generic like customer service number that's been texting me like press one to confirm your appointment. He was like, anyways, just calling or just checking in um, after your service appointment, making sure that everything's good. Also, like you'll be getting a survey. So like if if you let me just read it. Why am I trying to like guess what it says? Let me just pull it up real quickity. Um, good afternoon. Just following up to make sure everything is good after your service appointment. Also, if you do receive a survey in your email, if there is any reason you can't give me a 10 on the first question, please let me know what I can do to fix that. Um, as it is my report card for your service visit. It will come from either Land Rover, blah, 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 blah. Have a good day and let me know if there's anything else I can do and have a happy new year. So I went and retrieved the email out of my trash, put it in my inbox. Obviously, it was important. So I filled it out, gave them rave reviews. I was like, everything was great. I was in and out. Like if I could like conduct the perfect um, appointment, like service appointment, this would be it. Minus the fact that I had to take an Uber, or like get more rental car, get more like cars for the day that people can take because that was the only inconvenient part. Actually, I didn't say that. I didn't want to give them any bad reviews. So I just gave them all 10, said nothing could be different. Nothing could be changed. I was just like, yes, 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 queen, give them a raise. So um, also I got on Instagram today and this guy that is friends with my guy friend, Anthony, <clears throat> that I used to hang out with because I used to hang out with all of his friends. Some of them are from like Northern California area. One of them's name is Nick. I'm just going to say his name because he doesn't listen to this podcast. Anthony, none of them listen to this podcast unless they do. I mean, I don't really fucking know who does, but his name's Nick. And he was always like, fuck boy in the group. All of them were really. But, you know, I would be out trying to like get them girls and stuff. And he was just like the worst out of all of them, in my opinion. Um, and so today he never posts on social media. Today I get on Instagram and I see like a drone shot to this like picturesque place in Big Sur, like a mountaintop. And it's um, super zoomed out. So like I couldn't tell who it is. 
I was like, oh, gorgeous picture. Oh, this is engagement. Who is it? I look and I see that it's Nick. And I'm like, what? I didn't even know he had a girlfriend. He, and so I go obviously go right to his page, see that he's had a girlfriend for like a year and a half, go to her page. It's private, so I can't creep. But I'm just like, oh my God, look at him being an adult. Like they go do pottery together and shit. And I'm like, the big... But this is where I'm going to bring it back to me. Like, this is about someone else, but I'm making it relevant to my life. As per, I'm like, this guy was the worst of the worst of the worst. (laughs) As in, like, fuckboy status. He has now found someone in his life. And he arranged a photographer to be there when he proposed on a mountaintop in Big Sur. The pictures, I mean, I'm not going to put them in my what the chuck because that would be creepy, but like the pictures are insane. This guy was sloppy before and I got proposed to at Zocalos. Brett didn't even ask me to marry him. He just put a ring on my finger. So Brett, do I need, I'm going to need a redo because it's really giving me pause that this girl that he's I can't I fucking can't I'm like what how sometimes you just gotta let these men marinate like it really makes me think about how we how much we mature and how much things change from like the period of your like mid-20s to mid-30s I was just talking to someone about this the other day oh yesterday when we were we were talking about like craft cocktails and stuff and how because there was like bowling alley drinks like you could get a shitty glass of wine or whatever and I was like what's the point you know I need a craft cocktail before I would be okay just having a vodka soda like I could get a drink anywhere but I will not do it now it's just like I, I can't and we were talking about how like just so much changes when you get to like a certain age and I, it blows my, I just like think back to all the people that I've come into contact with and some of them have matured and some of them haven't, but this one really blew my mind. Like the picture, I wish you guys could see it. It is next level gorgeous. So, uh, let's move on to the Idaho murders because honestly, this really wasn't something that I was following too closely. Obviously it was in like show prep every day. So I was seeing their pictures, but I felt like nothing was happening. Like there was a lot of news that was about nothing. A lot of internet sleuths, a lot of videos that could have potentially had something in the background. A lot of nothing, if you ask me. One TikToker was pointing fingers at this teacher at their college. Um, The teacher was in Colorado at the time. I don't know if I already mentioned this. The teacher also didn't have any of these kids as students. And so she's now suing that TikToker for defamation. I don't know if that's something that she can do. I'm assuming so because it's in direct relation to a a murder. So I do also know that they were looking for a white Hyundai Elantra. I believe that's the car. And I know this because they found one in Eugene, which I'm on the radio in Eugene. And so I talked about that and I thought that that was really funny, but it ended up not being the car that they were looking for. So every day I am, it's like I didn't, wasn't really reading about it at first. Like I don't really know the details. I know they were like stabbed. I know that it was like gruesome. But I haven't looked too far into it. And then today, this news breaks that they've arrested someone. And so I'm like, what the fuck? This guy is a criminology major. He, um, th- there's not a lot of information on him. There's like a picture. I forget his name. What's his name? Brian Koberger, 28 years old. He was arrested in Pennsylvania. Um, and so he had posted before someone found like his Reddit page posted, like he was doing like a study, you know, and Brett's been a part of these before people that moved to the United States and like the process of getting, uh, their citizenship or whatever. And 
it's like these are the guidelines. So he posted on his Reddit page something like, have you ever, if you've been convicted of a crime, like how did you feel when you were committing it? How did you feel afterwards? Like in-depth surveys about how people felt when committing crimes. I watched the press conference at one o'clock and there was like really nothing. They couldn't, what was the point of even holding it? They were like, until he is brought to Idaho, because right now he's in Pennsylvania, the case is sealed, so they can't give any information. Once he actually sees a judge in Idaho, then they'll be able to give more information. So they're basically just telling the public to sit tight. But they're also saying, if you have any information about this guy, please come forward, because it kind of sounds like they don't know much. Like they have his DNA that matched at the scene. He drives the white Hyundai Elantra and he lives um, less than 12 miles, I guess, away from the house I believe that's right I don't know why he was in Pennsylvania like there's a lot of things that I don't know and during the press conference they kept saying the same thing over we can't say anything we can't say anything all these people kept asking questions and they were like well we can't answer that right now I'm like why don't you hold a press conference when you can actually say something because today it was like this is his name we're like just basically giving statements. We're happy that we can get the family the closure that they need. We can finally put this behind us. It also kind of seems like they might potentially be looking for someone else too. Like they said, if anyone else has any information, because I guess the one thing that has been linked is that they asked the guy if he did this alone and he had like a blank stare. I don't know where that information came from. I don't know. All that's really confusing. I feel like it's going to become more clear once we get more information. I really want to record my radio show for Tuesday, but I feel like I can't with the information that we have now because it could be totally different from the information that we have on Tuesday. Like a lot can happen in a few days. Like I could like even oh God, someone else died yesterday. Three people died yesterday. That soccer player, Vivian Westwood, and then that YouTube guy. But I didn't know about that until today. So I didn't mention him yesterday. Like things like that happen. So I just feel like I shouldn't record all the way out till Tuesday when it's Friday. That's a really long time. But I'll keep you guys posted. I just started following a new crime page that my friend Ellie sent me and she started following me back. I'm like, you're not going to find anything interesting here. But I also follow another another page that has really good information. I started following her during the Gabby Petito um, case or the Brett when they were searching for Brian Laundrie. I'm all of a sudden invested more so in the motive, why he did it, if they were random. It just, I feel like they were random. I feel like this guy wasn't connected at all, but I guess we're going to find out. Saturday. I'm like 99% sure that I didn't tell the story from over Christmas that I really wanted to tell you um, that I like wrote down in my notes, but it just must have slipped my mind. So I went to home goods the day that I got stuck in the car or that I got stuck outside of the car at Total Wine. So that was Christmas Eve. I had to go to Home Goods to get like a bread basket and I got like a little cheese board or whatever. When I was standing in line, there was like no one there on Christmas Eve. When I was standing in line, there, okay, first of all, let me back it up. When I'm walking in, there's like two women. That it's a mom, her daughter, and then her daughter's kid. The mom looked like she was maybe in her 60s, the daughter like in her 30s, and then the baby was a baby. And they got out of their like little BMW and they walked up. They had their she had like a Ralph Lauren puffy jacket on and hella perfume of like I'm setting the tone. Right. The daughter had like hella bleach hair that was all broken off and they were carrying the baby in a stroller and they would not get out of the fucking way. Like they were just blocking entire lanes. Like I kept having to turn around and go to the other end to get to the other side of the aisle that I needed to be in. No remorse, too much perfume, get the fuck out of my way. Right. So they're in front of me in line <clears throat> and <laughs> the at home goods, you know, it's like cashier number two available or whatever. 
So they go up to the cashier. It's this hella tall kid. He's a kid. Like, this is for sure his first job. He looks about 16. And he's doing like, do you want to earn 5% back or whatever with a reward with a credit card? And she's like, no, but I'll give you my phone number for the rewards points. And he's like, oh, we don't have rewards points. It's just the credit card. And she goes, since when? And he was like, well, I don't know. It's been like a decade since we've had any sort of rewards. And she's offended. She's like, it hasn't been a decade. I haven't been shopping here a decade. It hasn't been that long. And he was like, oh, okay, maybe not a decade. I mean, maybe like three years or something. Sorry if I made you feel old. Like, just made it 10 times worse. And then you could tell she's even more annoyed. And the daughter looks and is like, ah. And I'm like, you fucking bitches. Get the-. And, then, and then I ended up getting him afterwards. And he was super awkward, like the most awkward kid. But he was so nice. He totally didn't mean any harm. They were just being like snooty and rooty, snooty and rooty. And then they left and put their back. Oh, should we go? I heard them talking. Should we go get lunch or should we go to Nordstrom first? I'm like, get the fuck out of my way. Let the bodies hit the floor. Let the bodies hit the floor. I don't know why that just because I whispered get the fuck out of my way oh god I it was one of maybe it's not gonna be as funny because you weren't there but it was so awkward but also like I was getting lots of satisfaction out of it he was like we haven't had that in like a sense for like a decade hi guys so last night we tried to make a stir fry by we I mean Brett we had some Thai some noodles so we got some surplus from Grubbox before there was a two-week break I'm tripping I thought it was only a one-week break it's a two-week break so we're doomed next week I don't even know what we're gonna do for dinners but last night Brett was like let's make us a stir fry using those noodles and we had frozen them so we thought them out yesterday and Brett tried to make this stir fry but the noodles turned into mush and it was not good and I was so hungry so I was like, you know what? I'm going to pop some popcorn. Some of that popcorn um, Lolly got me. Or not, she didn't get me. She got white elephant. She did the white elephant gift and I got the popcorn. Comes with like this little silicone popcorn maker. And she, there's like 20 bags of popcorn. It, it, there's a lot. So I hadn't read the instructions or anything. So after I dump my food into the trash can, I get it out and I read that you just put like three tablespoons of kernels into this silicone thing and then it pops. I'm going to have popcorn for the rest of my life. I thought a bag was like a bag, like a you pop the whole bag and that's what you ate. I didn't realize there was so little kernels that made so much popcorn. So popcorn party in my house, like for real. And there's so many different kinds. So I was like, I popped it and I was like, okay, what do I do with it now? She was like, you put like a little bit of butter and some salt. But I, I and it was hella good. I ate it in like under five minutes. Like I was scarfing it down. But I don't want to put butter on every single, you know, every t- every time I make popcorn, it just seems like a lot. It's a lot. So I need your recommendations. One, my friend Chrissy said put some Parmesan on it. Um, a lot of people have said that there's like popcorn seasonings. I'm not like a popcorn person. I do like popcorn, but it's never something that I've been into. But I feel like it could be a healthy, healthy snack. The brand Amish popcorn that, ha- that for the kernels, they actually have seasonings too. So I might just have to look into it and uh, see what I can find. Oh, Brett just sent me a picture. He's playing a video game downstairs. He was like, I thought we'd be playing the video. I thought I'd be playing my video game early. It's the blurriest picture ever. I cannot even see. He takes the worst pictures. I really want to get a picture of us tonight. So tonight, um, we're just having four people over. I really want to get a picture. My goal for the night is to get a picture with all the animals. Will it happen? Probably not. But I feel like I never make a point to take pictures anymore. So last night we watched, after I ate the popcorn, we watched, well, let me let me find it. It's on Netflix. Don't pick up the phone. And I had seen a couple people posting about it. And so it's this documentary, three-part documentary, about this guy who was making scam phone calls to 
fast food restaurants and pretending like he was the police and having whoever answered the phone call in an employee. Um, you know, I'm not even going to tell you in case you haven't watched it. It is weird. It's crazy. At the end of it, we were like, what the fuck? This cannot be real life. But it is. And it was. And I have so many thoughts like I but I don't want to spoil it for you. I want to give you a chance to watch it before I like dive into what I have to say. So everyone go watch it. I'll make myself a note to talk about it next week. <clears throat> so I'm giving you a week. And if you don't watch it in that time, well, you're fucking shit out of luck because I'm going to talk about it. Okay. So after that, we went to bed. And uh, this morning, uh, Brett was like, we have to set, because I was getting massage this morning. He's like, we have to set an alarm for eight. We have to take the dogs for a walk, no matter what, even if it's pouring rain, because they've barely been walked this week because it's been raining. So I was like, okay, cool. So Brett hasn't been able to sleep because Benny now takes up a good majority of the bed. He used to just sleep at the foot. Then it got then then he required a little more space. And now he's f- like fully sprawled out in between the two of us. So Brett hasn't been sleeping good the past few nights. So he was like, Benny's going to have to start sleeping in his bed on the floor again. And I was like, good luck with that. So <laughs> we get into bed last night. And um, Benny circles the bed. But Brett's telling him he can't get up. And every time he starts to like look like he's going to jump, Brett snaps at him and goes, no, sleep in your bed. So Benny is trying to make eye contact with me because the second that he gets eye contact that he thinks that means I can get up. So he's like circling the bed, trying to catch eyes with me. I'm just like looking at my phone or looking down. I'm like, Brett, he's circling the bed. He's trying to make eye contact. So he gets up and Brett's like, no, get down. Um, So it's like back and forth for a little bit. And then I'm like, oh, I feel bad for him. So Brett then lets him get back up. But he like puts him in a certain spot at the bed. I'm like, he's a 40 pound dog. You're not just going to be able to be like, stay right there. He's not going to do it. I'm like, you shouldn't have done that. He either has to be up or down. We can't play this back and forth business. So um, put him back on the ground. (laughs) And then this morning I woke up and Benny was in bed. But Brett said that. Well, actually, I felt him get up in the middle of the night and Brett immediately shot out of bed and was like, get out, get off the bed. And I'm like, we created a monster. Honestly, every night we walk into the room, he waits for one of us. Like I said, but it's like eye contact. I don't even have to be in the bed yet. Like eye contact is the confirmation that he can get in. He just looks to lock eyes with someone and then he jumps up. But I'm like, this is the problem. So tonight Brett's going to be drinking and he's totally going to let Benny sleep in the bed. So it's confusing for him. So I just feel bad for him. I woke up this morning and Benny was in the bed, (laughs) but I guess he hadn't been there for very long. And Brett still didn't get a good night's sleep. Sometimes Brett goes through patches where he doesn't sleep well. He's been taking melatonin for years and that seems to really work for him. It puts him to sleep on most nights, but he is, he's having hip pain. He's having shoulder pain. So anyways, my alarm goes off. Brett's already awake. He's always awake before me, just like laying in bed scrolling. Um, he was like, have you seen the new update? And I'm like, good morning. No. And so I I go outside to take Lola out because Lola won't go to the bathroom on the walks. And I'm like, it's really freaking raining out there. He's like, we're not going to be able to take them. We have people coming over tonight. They're going to smell like wet dog. And I was like, OK, then we won't take them. So I make myself a cup of coffee. And then Brett's like, fuck it, let's take them. And I'm like, well, we can't take them on the full walk now. I was like, I have to be back. I was like, I have a massage at 10 a.m. And it's like 850 at this point. So he's like, OK, let's do it. He's like, I'm going to put Benny in his raincoat. And I'm like, good again, good luck with that. So we go out into the garage. Benny, Brett puts the raincoat on Benny. And then I get Lola already and we go outside. And at first, Benny's not walking like he does not want to be in the raincoat at all. But he warms up eventually, like he starts peeing and everything. Everything's all right in the world. We go on like just a little walk, maybe like a mile. And we get back and Lola is absolutely soaked. And I'm like, what the fuck are we going to do? I'm like, you know what? 
we need a bath. We need to give her a bath. And so Brett's like, okay, you do it. And I'm like, I have to get ready to leave. He's like, it'll take you five minutes. So I run upstairs, start running a bath. I get Lola in it. I shampoo her. Um, I, I tell dryer off and I'm just like, you know what? I'm not going to hit her with the blow dryer because her hair is so short right now. She would just air dry in no time. And then I take a shower and I go get my massage and it was fucking amazing. Oh, it was so good and just so relaxing. I feel like I could fall asleep right now, but I I just feel like relaxed and calm and just in a good mood. I love fucking Courtney. I love Courtney. I love fucking Courtney. <laughs> that came out funny. I love Courtney at Sacramento Massage Studio. She is literally the best. Um, she's like become my friend and I'm just so glad that I found her. I think it's been like a year and a half now since I started going there. So yeah, Sacramento massage, massage studio cannot say enough good things. And then after that, I ran to Trader Joe's and I ran to Target and then I came home and Brett's like, Lola won't go to the bathroom. And I'm like, what do you say to her when you go outside? He's like, I'd say go potty. And I'm like, OK, you have to tell her to do a good girl potty. And I'm not kidding. She will. So I took her outside and I was like, good girl potties. And she went right away and went to the bathroom. The dog run is flooded. So she just went on the concrete. But whatever. I'll take the little wins. And of course, she's like soaked again. <laughs> so we just can't freaking win. I, I'm, I mean, I'm so glad that it's raining, but I feel like we're not prepared for it. Like everything's flooded. The roads are flooded. Flooded, our backyard's flooded. I don't have an umbrella. Well, I do know that I own one. I just have no clue where it was so when I went to or where it is. So when I went to Target today, I was like, should I buy another one? I just don't know. I got more of the cookie butter for tonight. We're making a cheese board. Um, Manuel's making ceviche, the ceviche that I love. So Lolly, Manuel's Lolly's brother. And their mom has like this special ceviche and I always request it on my birthday. Well, he's making it tonight. It's so fucking good. Brett's making a curry. I'm making a cheese board. Um, Frazier and Maxie are bringing uh, some sort of like English something like um, like a like a pie of some sort, but like a like an appetizer, not like a pie that we think of, like a meat pie, I think. Anyways, and then we're just going to be chilling at home. We're going to watch a countdown. Maybe we'll play a game. I really don't fucking know. Um, and so that's the plan. So right now I just kind of cleaned up the downstairs. We just had some lunch. Brett's playing his video game. I'm recording and then I'm going to take a shower, which fucking sucks because I have to wash my hair again. When I just watched, washed it the day before yesterday, I knew I was going to have to wash it again because when I go get a massage, she like gets her essential oils and really like scrubs my scalp. And so my hair would be, would have been greasy no matter what, but I got soaked in the rain today. I didn't bring an umbrella. I didn't bring a jacket. I didn't bring a sweatshirt with a hood. I don't know what the fuck I was thinking. And it really started to rain when we were out there on the walk. So I realize that there's probably a couple new people listening and um, I'll never forget when I first started watching the bitch Bible or listening to the bitch Bible. I was like, I don't know what the fuck's going on. And then she did a little recap episode where she filled people in on who she is and how she got to where she was. And it was so helpful. I was like, oh, thank God. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. And I figure new year, um, maybe time to reacquaint myself with my new listeners or people that maybe jumped in at some point And you've just been wondering who these people are that I talk about all the time. So here we go. Hi, guys. I'm Megan. Megan Rage. So every Megan Rage is not my real name, but a lot of people think that it is. I adopted the term Rage. Well, I added it to my name because my last name, my maiden last name was like really long and ugly and it wasn't great for the radio. And I needed to change my social media handles. So I was like, I need to make something stick. And when I was in my early 20s, I went out a lot. Like I was out every weekend. I, I could be broke. I would still be out. Cash me outside. How about that? So I started hashtagging Rage on everything. Um, and 
donated a dollar to the MS Society every time I use the hashtag and that's how I got it to stick. So everyone knows me as Megan Rage now. A lot of people call me Rage, like even people in my family. I realized the other day when we went bowling that Brian calls me Rage, like he put Rage up on the screen. I was like, that's so funny because when he met me that I was like, I don't know, 15, probably even younger than that, probably 13. So like I said, it's just stuck and it's totally not my personality anymore. I rarely go out like every once in a while we'll, we'll plan a date night, but it's so hard because we got we have COVID dogs and I feel bad leaving and I just like, I don't know, it's just not as fun for me anymore. Like every once in a while, I like getting dressed up and going to dinner. But like I used to fuck with a vodka soda and I just don't need more. I need a nice craft cocktail and those places are few and far between and they're always fucking packed. So um, yeah, I just, I used to be real wild and I'm just real tame these days. So I grew up in Sacramento. I've lived here all my life. I grew up in college greens, went to West campus high school, right out of high school, did one semester at American river. My dad thought that I did like, my dad thought I was fully enrolled because I got an internship at the radio station. I didn't tell them I had quit school. I didn't tell my dad I had quit school. I was just lying. And, um, I got an internship at a radio station, yeah, KNCI, and I worked there for a long time, started doing part-times on KNCI, and then I did part-time on Now 100.5, and then I got hired on the morning show on 102.5. So I don't know if you listened back in the day, I think it was from like 2012 to 2016, 17, I was on with Wayne and Jay. So it was Wayne, Jay and Megan in the morning and Juan Valdez. But I was on 102 for years, like legit the best time of my life. I wish I would have known it back then or realized because when we were in it, like these are these are the guys that I spent every fucking waking second with. And of course, like you have arguments. It's literally like being in a relationship. So many different personalities, so many opinions. You have to make compromises. There's arguments. And so when you're in it every day, like we all had complaints about one another, one another. We all used to talk shit. We all used to throw each other under the bus. And then one day it ended and it was legit the saddest thing. And I wish that I could go back and redo those days so bad. I know I don't ever like to say that I would like go back and change anything because then I wouldn't be where I am now, like the butterfly effect, right? But there are so many things that I would change in like a positive way, you know, but but legit best times of my life. After that, I got moved to middays on 102.5. And then eventually I got pulled from 102.5 and moved to now 100.5. And I was devastated. I had a low key bad attitude about it because I was like, hip hop was my life. Like I loved all that music. I loved 102.5. Like I felt that was a station that I grew up listening to. Like when I was in high school, I did a project about being on the radio and I went and sat in with Davey D when I was a freshman in high school. Davey D and Mixula. Like 102.5 was my fuck heart and soul. That's what I grew up listening to. That's what my mom listened to. Um, yeah, it was just, it was everything for me. So when they told me that I actually, I had a little ultimatum, it, I had a choice of where I was going to go, but neither of the choices were 102. And so I got moved to middays at, at now 100.5. Right. So I'd been working there and like I, I fucking hated it. <laughs> like yeah, fucking listening to Sean Mendez every day. I'm like trying to think of a song, Andy Grammer. Um, there was a point in time like I would do inter- like I was doing interviews at 1025 with everyone. Like I've interviewed Post Malone. I'm not even trying to be like, I don't ever talk about this. You guys, you listen to this podcast. Do you ever hear me humble bragging about this? No, you don't. So just let me get on my soapbox here for a second. I've interviewed Post Malone three times. G-Eazy a handful of times, Lil Dicky, YG, people from WWE, Faith Evans, Mac Miller, Lloyd, 2 Chains. like 
ludicrous nelly like i've fucking interviewed so many people and then i went to now 100.5 and i fucking had to interview andy grammer i was like i don't i don't care and honestly my boss knew that i wasn't about it i was rolling into work late every day sidebar note my boss at the time was this guy who was my boss previously in the years past who i thought was a super creep he's super creepy Ow. he actually took me on a date that i didn't i didn't i was unaware that we were on a date until we were actually on it and i was like oh i see what's happening here so now fast forward he's my boss again we're cordial and everything but like uh, he always used to call me into his office and critique me and I would automatically cry everyone used to joke that like when I had to go into his office before I even went in there I started crying and that's just me in general whenever someone calls me in for something and I like know it's gonna be bad I start crying I cannot help it so um I I did my job but I was definitely slacking off I didn't come in prepared I thought that I was the fucking shit like they're not gonna get rid of me Mm -mm. he had warned me about coming in late he was like you need to come in early you need to plan out your shows and I was like no I do not need to plan I have zero second intros you guys don't let me talk now 100.5 is like so different from 102 I barely fucking talked so I was like I'm pretty sure I can handle hey it's Megan on now 100.5 visit us online or follow us on Instagram I'm like what do I need to prepare for like I just didn't fucking take it seriously. So I end up going to Vegas for my 30th birthday with my friends, Katie and Annalise, who are sisters, and my friend Summer. And on that trip, I met Brett, who is my husband, and he lived in England at the time. And I fucking hated him when I met him. He came up to me in the pool and well, like I was with a group, he was with a group and he commented on my tattoo. And some people have been dicks about the tattoo on my arm. So I have a tattoo of my mom on my arm. My mom died when I was 18 from multiple sclerosis. She was in the hospital, like convalescent all my life, basically from when I was like first grade kindergarten up until when she passed away. So I have this portrait tattoo on my arm and <clears throat> some people could come up to me and say like, is that Aunt Jemima? Is that Oprah? Like hella weird ass, like racist ass shit that I've heard. So I wasn't sure how he was coming at me. And it it's crazy because I recently got a sleeve and my girl touched up the portrait and I never noticed it, but I got the portrait like 15 years ago now back when like yeah it was a thing but tattoos weren't the same as they are now and she definitely pointed out that there were some flaws in it like the mouth was it was the exact same on both sides anyway she fixed it up she hooked her up so I feel like it's a much better tattoo now I always thought it was a great tattoo but it looks better anyways Brett came up to me I didn't like him I was like are you gonna he was like can I take a picture of your tattoo he was gonna go get his phone now I really thought he was making fun of it and so I was like yeah you better bring me back a drink if you're coming back or whatever and he said no so I just got out of the pool we were at um light I think to see ice cube so fast forward and I end up running into him multiple times in this trip and we ended up like hitting it off we like talked about music because when I saw him he was drunk (laughs) and to this day I do not (laughs) drunk Brett I'm not drunk Brett's biggest fan but anyways the the details are not important but we started doing long distance and then he moved here and we got married a year to the date that we met in Vegas which is fucking nuts so we've been married for almost five years 
And um, when Brett moved here, I had a cat. Chuck is the you know mascot of this podcast, the love of my life. I've had him for eight years now. I adopted him from Front Street. He is missing a leg, and that's how I adopted him. I adopted him after a poker tournament um, with the boys when I was on the morning show, and I was the first one out shocking. And I was drunk, and I went to the shelter, and I found Chuck, and I brought him home, and I like literally obsessed with him. Well, when I met Brett, I also had adopted another cat named Delilah. But Brett said that he was allergic to cats. So during this time when we were going back and forth, like I went to England quite a few times. And so my dad would watch Delilah. Like I would bring her to his house and then Chuck would stay at my house because he, you know, he was an adult cat at this point. Delilah was a kitten so she could travel. So my dad would just come watch Chuck at my house. Anyways, Brett was like, we can't have, we cannot have two two cats. So my dad ended up keeping Delilah which worked out. Brett well, like, was raised with birds. Like He never had dogs. He never had cats. None of that. So when he first moved here, Chuck legit was not allowed in our room. So it's crazy to me that we now have two dogs and a cat. So we ended up adopting our Labradoodle, Benny, during the pandemic. And um, like the best thing ever, like I said, sleeps in bed with us. Brett was like so anti-animal. And then, you know, we do go to England a couple times a year, sometimes just once, but most of the time twice. Well, when we can twice. And it's really hard to leave Benny. We always get someone to stay at our house. But then, you know, like they go to work and stuff. So it's really hard. So I was like, we should get another dog. So we just recently got another dog, which is Lola, who you hear me talk about. So we have Chuck, who's eight. Benny, who just turned two, and Lola, who's about to be six months old. Um, so we have a nice little furry family here. We do not have any kids. I do not know if we're going to have kids. So they're, I know it's like rude to ask people, and people don't really ask me except for my stepmom. My stepmom does like make comments sometimes. She has cooled off a little bit because I told her that we aren't sure. Here's my thing. It's not that I like don't want kids, but I was never one of those people that like dreamt about being a mom. And also... My parents are up there in age and like my dad has five different types of cancer and they just have a lot going on. And so like if we had a kid, I I have all my friends have kids. So I understand what it takes. Like I don't fully understand, but I understand that it's, you know, a lot. And so we wouldn't have any help. Like I don't know, like when would be, we wouldn't get a break. We are so used to having our own lives and being able to do what we want to do when we want to do it. We have that freedom minus the dogs. The dogs have put a little bit of a, through a wrench in things a little bit, but it's fine. Like I don't mind figuring that out. A child is a little different. And so like Brett's parents, if they lived here, would totally watch a baby. But my parents, I couldn't put that on them. And then like also my brother and his wife, they live like 10 houses down from us. It's so nice. But also they have an adult child. They're out of that stage. I would never expect them or put that on them either. So I think one of the main reasons that like having a kid hasn't been a topic of discussion is number one, we're super fulfilled with our animals. Number two, we know that it would mean that we would be on lockdown until further notice. And number three, we're just busy. So I work a full-time job um, that 
has nothing to do with radio. And then I have two part-time jobs. So I record a radio show for Eugene, Oregon, 1047 K-Duck, and I do it remote from home. And then I'm also the only non-Spanish speaking on-air person that you're going to hear on Fuego 101.9. I'm so self-conscious about it. Like I feel like people fucking know and they're probably like, what the fuck is this white girl doing on the station? I hope not. I hope people that listen think I'm at least entertaining and are not judging that it's very apparent that I don't speak Spanish, but I'm on middays here on Fuego 101.9. And I'm also the content engagement specialist for the for the real country for real country 103.5, which is also here in Sacramento. So I have a full time nine to five um, where I'm a communication specialist. I'm on a rotation. I was working for like a call center from home, but I just got a new job, which has been heaven sent. I'm on the radio in Eugene. I'm on the radio in Sacramento. And then I do the social media. I was doing the social media for Fuego too, but Recently, things were kind of re rearranged because I just don't have the time. I We have a lot going on. That's another thing is like, if we had kids, I would have to sacrifice something. And Brett always says, you should quit your radio jobs. You make great money at your full-time job, which is true. But the radio jobs really bring me joy. I feel like they keep me fresh. They keep me in the business. They keep my foot in the door. And obviously, my podcast does that too. But like, I don't know. I just feel like it's good I feel like it's it's good and it's great and I love it and I don't see myself ever stopping until I get fired someday, which is inevitable. The reason I'm not in radio or that I don't pursue it here locally is because it is a very tumultuous industry to be in. You never know when you're going to get fired. It is inevitable that you're going to age out or that you're going to start making too much money and they're going to have to get rid of you and hire someone else that's fresher, newer, younger, cheaper. So I just feel like I don't want to be that person that's in radio and then like I'm 48 years old and I've, I've aged out of the format and what the fuck else am I going to do because I've been doing this forever and I have to start at like a bottom tier at some other job that probably does pay well, but I'm not going to get a good retirement. You know what I mean? Like I'm just trying to think of my future and I feel like I'm in a really good spot right now. The pandemic changed the way that radio is done in general. So I'm really fortunate to be able to do it remote. I'm really fortunate that I'm able to work for the station in Eugene because I fucking love that station. It plays the type of music that I like. I really vibe with my bosses, um, even though I've never met them, which is so funny. I just like, yeah, I'm just in a really good spot and I'm really happy. And that's kind of like the rundown of my life, like the basics You'll probably hear me talk about my friend Amanda a lot. Amanda's my <sighs> Amanda actually worked for Eugene, the Eugene radio station K Duck. She's how I got that job basically. So back when I was on now 100.5, this girl hit me up on Instagram and was like, "Hey, I'm in town for an interview, like for a radio. Like, would you mind like going to dinner with me, like, and telling me a little bit about the city and stuff?" So I met up with Amanda that same day. I'd never met her before. We went to sushi. We ended up going to like a bunch of bars that night and hung out. She ended up moving here, and she's like my best friend. Um. And she lived here in Sacramento and then she moved to Fresno for a job and now she's back in Oregon. So she's far away. So I don't get to see her as much anymore, which makes me sad. But you'll hear me talk about her a lot. You'll hear me say the name Lolly a lot. Lolly is my brother's wife. Like I said, my brother and Lolly live down the street from us. And then her sister Monica lives on the street behind us. So you'll probably hear me talk about her too. Those are like my main squeezes. Lolly is like my other BFF. So you'll hear me talk about her a lot. I don't really hang out with anyone else besides that. Like I don't leave the house a ton. We are really homebodies. Like we like to binge shows. We like to watch movies. We like to cook dinners. Yeah, I don't really do much. I used to do shit all the time. I used to have like this blog where I talk shit about everyone. And I used to go on dates for sport just to literally make fun of people. God, what was I listening to the other day? 
oh, the, the, um, uh, the caller daddy with John Mayer. I'm not done with it yet, but so much of what they were talking about resonated with me. I like, didn't realize like, I, I always liked John Mayer, but I had never listened to something like that that he's done. I don't feel like he's ever done a podcast like that before. Not that I've listened to. I feel like he even said it was a little bit out of his comfort zone. But she was talking about how people have to go through, like, creatives have to go through shitty periods, and that's, like, good content for them, or they'll make, like, a, a situation worse than it needs to be to create content. And that totally used to be me. I used to be so destructive, and I used to be so mean. I used to have a totally different personality than I did now, but I think I talked about this the other day. That's just part of growing up. I have matured so much in the past like 10 years. It's unreal. If you, a lot of people liked the old me, they thought it was funny. I cringe at like my Facebook memories and stuff. I'm like, oh God, I used to say some fucking cringy shit. I used to embellish the truth for content. I just feel like I'm a much better, more relatable person now. And that's really all I try to be on this podcast. Like there really is no structure. I just let it all hang loose. I don't really even edit it, as you can tell, because you'll hear, you'll hear me say, um, yeah, in the empty spots where I'm like trying to figure out what I'm going to talk about next. I always have something to talk about. It's just figuring out what's on deck. And the reason that I don't edit this podcast and you you will hear flaws like that is because, number one, I don't fucking have the time to sit down and edit it. I have to put it all together, which takes like a half an hour as it is. But I also feel like I overthink and I will filter myself. I'll be like, oh, fuck, I need to cut that out. That's going to offend someone or like I don't need to say that or that's doing the most or God, I'm embarrassing. So, I mean, I just let it all hang out. And that's really what you get. Like I said, there's no structure. I talk about what's going on in my life, what products I like, what I don't like, what bars I like, what I don't like, bad experiences, good experiences. Um, Brett probably hates that I talk shit about him on this podcast, but it's just life. We all go through it. I know that like social media and shit is the highlight reel. I try to just be real and raw. You'll hear me cry if you're new here. If you haven't already, that happens quite a bit. I feel like I just cried a couple episodes. Episodes go about the volcano. Like you just never know what you're going to get. You're going to hear me have some killer fucking episodes where I'm on it and I'm super funny and I'm firing from all cylinders. And you're going to hear some episodes where you're like, fuck, she sounds depressed or she's not, you know, she didn't say anything funny or anything useful. And like, that's just how it is. I try to be super consistent with this podcast. I've only missed, I think, three episodes, and that's when we've been in England. But otherwise, I'm here every week. Some episodes might be an hour and a half. Some episodes might be like 45 minutes. You just don't know. You never know what you're going to get. I could be in a real good mood some days, and the next day I'm like in the worst mood ever. But this podcast is just supposed to be relatable in that way. Everyone has their ups and downs. Not every day is great. You don't feel wonderful and fine and, you know sparkly every fucking day. That's just not how it is. So yeah, that's me in a nutshell. If I think of anything else, I'll add it over the next couple days. And then, of course, if you ever have questions, <laughs> you can always uh, send me a message at What the Chug Podcast on Instagram. Sunday. Monday. Tuesday. It seems like it's kind of been a long time since I was last here, but I'm like low key okay with it because I had such a long episode or such a long entry on Saturday when I was giving you a little background on me. Um, so I was like, mm, I could record, but I really needed the just the couple days of R and R. It really didn't even feel like I got R and R, 
But if I had it like yesterday, I recorded like a radio show and stuff. And it just took me a lot longer because show prep took longer because I'm literally scraping the barrel for any sort of entertainment news. It's 10 times worse today. Like yesterday, I had just enough breaks to get through. Today, I don't even have like anywhere close. Normally, I email myself all the stories that I'm going to talk about. I haven't even sent that email because I'm just sitting around waiting for something else to happen. I'm like, can we please get some more news stories? So I'll back it up and go through my days, what you missed. But first, something that I was thinking about doing is a recipe, like recording myself cooking something. And then like hopefully through the year, not only will I get better at recording myself and like videos, but also I could potentially get better at cooking. Now, I don't want to bite off more than I can chew. So like I want to come in hot and be like, I'm going to do a new recipe a week. But that's a lot like that overwhelms me just thinking about it. And I don't want to feel like feel like that. So I might just do a month. A month seems more doable. That gives me time to pick something. It gives me time to film and edit because like realistically, if I did one a week, I I would have to, I I just, it's too, it's too much. So I think one a month is going to be it. And it could be like baking. Like I really want to try to make sticky toffee pudding. And I found a few recipes Um, and just trying to cook other things. Like sometimes it could be small. Sometimes it could be big. Sometimes I'll totally fail. Sometimes I'll absolutely kill it. But um, I think that that could be like a fun, fresh thing to do. Also asking you what you want me to talk about. I know I've talked about this before. Might really implement that. I haven't really thought about... um, I really thought about like what my goals are for the podcast in the new year. Oh, it's always to grow, right? But as far as like concrete, this is what I have planned. I don't quite have that yet. Speaking of concrete, we've had three people over here today to give us estimates for our backyard. Um, let, well, let me just back up. <laughs> let me back up even further. So Saturday night, we had New Year's Eve here. Um, we had four people over. Brett made a curry. Uh, Maxie brought over. She makes these. OK, so Brett met, met this guy named Fraser, who is from England. He moved away with his wife to Seattle, then to San Diego. Now they're back in Sacramento. She's from Sacramento. So she went to England for the first time with him last Christmas when we were there. And there's this place called Greg's in England. And they have like coffees. It's basically like a Starbucks. But they have like a lot of good food, like sausage rolls and like steak bakes and stuff like that. So she like loved it when she went and she learned how to replicate their steak bake. So she made this like steak bake. It's just like steak and paste like with pastry around it. And then she also made a curry bake and they were so freaking good like Brett killed the leftovers of those last couple days I made a cheese board of course uh, Manuel which is my brother's wife's brother he made ceviche their their mom makes like the best ceviche it's like not he was calling it more of like a shrimp salad because it's not like your typical ceviche it's 10 times better. So I don't know if I gave you like the background. You'll also hear me talk about Manuel. Manuel's Lolly's brother. And then his girlfriend is Stephanie. And then Lolly's sister is Monica. And you'll hear me talk about her a lot too. Not to be confused with my friend Monica that I also talk about. God, I really, and all, that's the thing is like when I talk about people, I'm like, this person is, this is this person I'm talking about. This is the other person I'm talking about. I also have a sister named Shaylin and she does not live in Sacramento, but she's here a lot. She visits a lot. So those are some more main characters in my life that you're going to hear me talk about. So Manuel brought over the ceviche that their mom makes. It was so freaking good. So everyone was pretty full off appetizers before we even ate anything. Um, And poor Steph had vertigo. Like she didn't have it where she was throwing up. But I'm like, I girl, you should have just canceled. I would have stayed my ass at home. 
So it was like a good night. We it was just super windy outside. So the power kind of kept going on and off. Um, the top of our gazebo literally blew off. There was one point where I was like, oh, my God, let's like get the countdown on. Let's get one of the shows on. And it was only 730. They hadn't even started yet. Like, I feel like we just started a little bit early. So everyone was like dead. Maxie and, and Steph had coffee at one point in the night. Um, we had a little champagne toast. The curry was really good. And then after midnight, shortly after that, everyone kind of took off. And then we went to bed. The next day we woke up and we really saw the damage in the backyard. Like I said, our gazebo was ripped to shreds. It was just a mess back there. There's like a palm tree that's near our house. And there were just like pieces of that all over the place. I'm missing like a huge important part from New Year's Eve night. I told you guys, my only goal was to get a family photo. And... um. <clears throat> I got one. First, we tried to take one and it wasn't that great. Everyone was sweating. It was just a lot. Brett was like, his face was all red. So I was like, I like, this is my only goal for the night. So we got another one and it was perfect. You probably see me post it by now. I already put it up at What the Chuck podcast. And then coincidentally, Monica, not my sister-in-law, but not my sister-in-law's sister. I just call her my sister. But Monica, my friend Monica, she, I, I don't know if it's the new, because Brett did show me there's new features on the Apple update, but she's basically doing illustrations, I think, from her iPad had just it's something that brings her joy she's so freaking good at it um I could never like I don't even know I wouldn't even know where to start she's so good and so she did this like cute little illustration of her and her family and um she said that she was going to do an illustration one per day for the week and she said um you know just like do the little slide bar love like react to this if you want if you want me to do one of you and so I just posted our family fix picture. But in the post that she put up, she was like, I'm just going to do your profile picture. Like this isn't turning into some crazy thing where I'm like basically taking requests. Like I'm just going to do your profile picture and I'll tag you in it if I decide to to draw you. And so I like obviously liked it. So I was like, that is so cool. Um, but I wanted to be like, can you do the pics of family photo that I just put up? I was like, no, I'm not going to be that annoying person. That's like, hi, um, I'm, I know that you just said this thing brings you joy. That's the thing though. Some people are just good at stuff. You know what I mean? And then like they post something that they've done and then everyone's like hitting them up. Like Monica is that person. Like she's made, she makes all this amazing jewelry, um, like beanies, mittens. Now she's doing these illustrations. So anyways, I just liked it. And I was like, okay, cool. I'll see if she picks me the next day. She said that she did our, a, an, an illustration and she did the family photo and I'm dead. It's so cute. It is perfect. I am obsessed with it. And I think I'm going to turn it into my new logo. You can see it. It's up at What the Chuck podcast, but it's literally so perfect. Like I want to change the background to like my purplish background and um. I need to add the logo, my What the Chuck podcast with Megan Rage. But here's the thing. I don't have the PNG for that. And I don't know how to do any of this. So I might have to reach out to the pot. I think I paid him like 100 bucks last time. This podcast Instagram account that like takes your illustrations and turns it into a logo. So and that like they do the sizing and everything. So I don't really know. I might try to find their Instagram page. It's been like two years since I reached out to them. But I might try to find <clears throat> their Instagram page I send them the the thing that Monica made, the illustration. Send them my logo, the what the Chuck, you know, with the cat eyes. That's in the corner of my logo right now and see what they can do. <clears throat> and then I was thinking like, 
first I was thinking, oh man, but I already have all these pictures or these stickers that have my old What the Chuck logo and then the logo before that. And then I have a canvas in my office that has my logo. And then people are used to seeing my logo. So like I'm having that internal conflict. Like I really want to change it. This is the coolest like illustration. Like I'm not kidding you guys. I like teared up when she sent it. I was so excited about the family photo that I got. Now I have this like adorable illustration. I want to get them printed and framed next to each other. And so part of my like internal conflict is like, do I want to make all these changes? And then like my podcast goes up and it might not be as recognizable. But then I was thinking, how cute would it be to like get two more canvases printed? The one from my first logo, which was just the What the Chuck podcast with the cat eyes, didn't have my face or anything on it. And then what if I got a canvas with my new logo? And then it's like, you know, the evolution of my podcast and I can get these canvases done and put up in my office because I want to redo my office this year. Like that would be so freaking cool. And people change their logos all the time. If anything, I just feel like it's evolving. Like it's still What the Chuck, the What the Chuck podcast. When I started it, though, we didn't have any dogs. Like it was just Chuck. And so now I feel like I talk so much about everyone in this family that it just feels right to have like all of us in the logo. So I'm going to be working on that, see what I can come up with. And then I'm going to want to get the canvases made. Oh, I'm just so excited. Like change is scary for me, but it's also good. Like never in a million years was I, I wasn't even thinking about changing my logo. Like that wasn't even on my mind at all. But how cool would it be to, you know, upgrade in the new year? New year, new logo, same old me, same old G. Since the gazebo blew, Brett recently made another English friend and he does woodwork. Like he's been on HGTV. He's made the bar in like the roost, I think. Like he's done a lot of work in Sacramento. Like you've probably seen his work tons of places. And so we just made friends with him and his wife. And so Brett reached out to him to possibly build us a gazebo in the backyard. He's like, fuck it. If we're going to do that, we're finally going to do going to do the concrete like we've been saving and our savings account is just sitting there like we knock on wood have not had to like dip into it. So Brett's like, let's just fucking do it. Brett has been dying to do the concrete since we since we moved in. Like that's been his number one to do. So we lined up some people to come through. I have some friends who have family members that do concrete. Um, a couple people that follow me on Instagram have companies. So I've had three people come out today, having two more people come later on in the week. And then we're going to look at all the quotes. There's just a lot more that goes into it than I realized. Like the guy that came, one of the guys that came today, he was like, okay, well, while we have like the concrete all up, do you need us to replace the skimmer in the pool? And my nephew's a pool guy. So do you want us to do like lift all the pool equipment that's like out in the open and concrete under that? And we're like, oh my God, we didn't even think of that. We also have been wanting to get rid of the rock that lines our yard. And they were saying that they can do that and then just build like a little border. So I... I, I just really don't know what it, what to expect. I'm assuming that we're going to get um, some quotes that are going to shock us, but at the same time, we're prepared. So yeah, we'll see. Exciting. And I'm so excited to get the new gazebo. Like Brett and I, for a long time, we were going back and forth on whether or not this is going to be our forever home. Like two years into living here, we were looking at other houses. And if you're new here, I have a serious Redfin obsession. I was looking at houses nonstop. I've really tried to pull back. I normally delete the emails right when I get them because I don't want to be tempted because there are things about this house, like the concrete, the 
the backyard. Like we don't have a very big bathroom that I want to change. But otherwise, I love this house. I love how much room there is for entertaining. I love the location because we're right down the street from my brother. I love the layout of the house. I love the way that it was remodeled. Like I want to paint the inside. I want to paint the I just really want to fucking make it our own and make it like the hottest house on the block. Because when we do go to sell, like it's going to have so much more curb appeal. The backyard's going to be banging and like the concrete in the backyard. Another little fun tip if you haven't been here a long time. I think it was last year. Brett decided or someone from Brett's work told him that he could just paint all the concrete and it would look good as new. So Brett bought all these supplies, probably spent like a thousand dollars on supplies to paint the concrete in the backyard. And it looks so bad. We even had, there was like a a spot in our backyard that has brand new concrete. He even painted that. And now that looks like shit. Um, We're not going to get that part redone because like I said, it is new. So hopefully they can like fix it in some way. Although the first guy that came said that he couldn't. But um, yeah, so the concrete has been like on our radar for a long time. If Brett could have got that done right when we moved in, that would have been his first order of business. He's always like the concrete, the concrete. Also, there used to be like a pool or a diving board and a in a slide that went into our pool. And so there's like things coming up from the ground, like the concrete, like they had to remove those to sell the house. So there's like just, it's, it's all bad. So we'll see what happens with that. I'm not like overly excited about concrete. If it were up to me, we would paint the inside and the outside. I want to get a new couch, which Brett said that we can do. And I'm excited about the gazebo. And I understand why we have to get the concrete before we get the gazebo. Like, I get it. But even today when they were asking, like, what kind of stamps do you want? What stains do you want? I started looking at concrete on Pinterest and none of it brought me joy. I'm like, I don't know. I was like, I just want things something super simple. Like, it doesn't need to be crazy. I just want it to look clean, gray. You know, they're like, what stamps? I'm like, what? I have no idea. Uh, You guys... Selly was in fucking Sacramento this weekend. She was posting from Tiger and shit. And I was like, no, oh my God, I would die to run into her. Then she went into lowbrow. She was like, oh, I've missed you. And I was like, oh my God, if I would have seen this when she posted it, I would have gone down there just to try to get a picture of her like a fucking stalker. Also, you know how I've been going back and forth about getting my nails done. Yesterday, I was like, well, the day I have the day off, like it's Monday. Why not just fucking go get my nails done, right? So I made an appointment and I go in and immediately I see someone that I know. What did I tell you? Every time I go to this nail salon, I see someone that I know. But I like wasn't trying to interact. So I like didn't really say anything. Hopefully she's listening to this podcast. And then I was like, and I also haven't seen this person since I was like little. So I wasn't for sure, for sure. But I also wasn't trying to stare. And like midway through my nail, she's like, Megan. And then I like looked for a second. I was like, oh, hey, which was so awkward because the nail salon's so small that I'm like, I, she she knows that I saw her. But then also it took her a long time to say something to me. So I don't know. It's just one of those things. But I ended up getting instead of getting all my nails cut off because I'd broken one nail, I had her put a tip and a dip. And at first I thought it was going so well. It looks so good. It looks like a platypus. I don't even know what that means, but it's like flat and lumpy. It does. One of these things is not like the other. And it's my nails. So it did not look good at the end, but I was just like, oh, my God, I want to get out of here. She did only take 30 minutes. So I appreciate that. I also got Ferrari red. I was like, I'm seeing all these TikToks. I spent way too much time on TikTok this past weekend, and it actually affects my mental health. Like I feel anxiety when I'm on TikTok too much. I'm honestly thinking about deleting the app or just like, saving it for one day out of the week. I could have read so much of my book this weekend, which is the reason I started reading in the first place was because I was on TikTok too much. But anyways, I was seeing this trend of like, go get Ferrari red nails. And I did. And I love it. 
I probably should have saved it for Valentine's Day because I probably won't do it again. And Christmas is over, so I felt kind of silly doing it. But whatevs. I'm also going to try to wear those Amazon green pants to my dad's birthday this weekend, 75th birthday. Um, But first, I need to try on the skims to see if it's all going to look good. I haven't done that yet. I started to. Um, but it just, I could tell it was going to take a lot of work and I'd already gotten ready and I didn't want to sweat. And now I'm scared I'm going to break a nail. Like the skims and also the good Americans, like you really got to work to get them up. Once they're on, I mean, as far as the good Americans, once they're on, they're on, like they're good, they fit, but it's that first time you got to like grab onto a belt buckle and really yank them up. And that's how I was feeling with the skims. So I'll have to try it this week when I'm like not ready to see how it goes. Because with those Amazon pants, like you really do need some smoothing, like it hugs in all the wrong spots, but otherwise it's so fucking cute. And I really hope that they look good because I would love to wear them and take some cute pics with my dad on his birthday. Everyone's like, what are you getting your dad? I'm like, fucking nothing. He didn't want anything for Christmas. You can't get someone something that, I mean, the only thing that he likes is lights in the backyard. He loves things that, things that light up. And for years, that's all I was buying him, like decor for the backyard. My stepmom's over it. She's like, it looks like freaking the North Pole in the backyard. He has uh, hummingbird feeders and lights and all this other shit that changes colors. It's so hard. So I'm probably just going to get him a nice bottle of wine. But like, I don't know what else to get him. Our dentist is also his neighbor and she's going to be at the party. And she was asking me what I was getting him. I was like, nothing. I was like, I don't nothing like what last time we got him um, a gift card him and my stepmom we got them a gift card to like go to a nice dinner and they took us with them. I'm like, this is not and they paid for us. I'm like, this is not how this is supposed to go. I feel like I'm talking a mile a minute right now. Uh, Kaleidoscope. We watched that new Netflix. No, I think I already I think I already talked about that. The cl- No, I didn't. I talked about it on my radio show. We started watching Kaleidoscope, which is that Netflix series where you can watch it in any order. It came out on the first. That's how I know I haven't talked about it because I haven't recorded since the first. So you can watch it in any order that you want as long as you end with white. So every episode is called a different color. There's pink, orange, green, blue, black, white. I actually think the trailer is black. So they want you to keep white as the finale. Otherwise, you can watch it in any order. It doesn't affect how you view the show or the storyline. It just affects how you feel about certain characters. And it obviously affects in what order you receive the information that you need to understand what's going on. So I saw a TikTok. Um, of this guy who said that he watched it and he really liked the order that he watched it in. And he saw that a lot of critics also watched it in that order. So we followed that. Um, I'll put it up at What the Chuck podcast so that you can see the order. I definitely recommend the order that we went in. I'm very curious to watch it in other orders, too. So if you watch it in the order that we watched it in, when you if you keep white as the very last episode, then there are over 4,000 ways that you could view the story. If you decide to go rogue and not save white for the last, there's over 40,000 ways that you could watch the series. Honestly, there were like a couple things that were important as to why I could see they could they would want you to keep white to the last. But chronologically, white should not go last. So like I didn't think that white was the best episode because you kind of already know everything that happens by the time you get to white besides a few minor details. So if I could watch it again, I probably wouldn't watch it with white last. Like I would probably break all the rules, but it's really good. It's about a heist and um, it has that guy from Breaking Bad. I forget his name. I forget his character name, but it's it's so good. If you're looking for your first binge of 2023, that's it. And then we started watching Tell Me Lies, Lie to Me, Tell Me Lies on Hulu it's the the show about the, the girl in college and Steven or whatever. Everyone's been raving about that for months. I had no clue what it was even about. So we watched the trailer and I was like, mm, this seems kind of cheesy. 
it's a lot less cheesy when you're actually watching the show. The trailer was just giving cheesy vibes. There's lots of sex in it, though. I'm like, geez, Louise. I'm like, there's a sex scene like every five minutes. I'm like, okay, all right. I'm glad we didn't like sometimes when Brett's parents come, we like watch series with them. I'm like, watch series watch a series with them and it feels like I feel like I'm like a kid watching it with my my parents I'm like oh my god so I'm glad that we're not watching this with anyone else but ourselves because holy holy erotic um I'm not we watched three episodes last night I'm not like super hooked yet I don't really understand what it's about yet the last episode that we watched did leave on a cliffhanger though and I feel if I remember correctly people were saying that um, it did take a few episodes to get into it. So I'll keep you guys posted. Of course, um, I'll keep you guys posted on the changing of the logo, my podcast. Let me know, like calm my anxiety. Tell me that you're still going to recognize my podcast if it has a different logo. Um, yeah, I, I, I might even try to do it myself on Canva. But I don't want it to look low budget. Not that the one right now is like amazing, but I feel like I can tell that I did not do it. I'm excited about the new year, you guys. Can you tell? All right. Follow me on Instagram at What The Chuck Podcast. Please rate, review, make sure you're subscribed, however you listen, whether it be on Spotify or Apple Music, and then um, share it with a friend in the new year. If you have friends that are looking for new podcasts, um, definitely send me their way. Send them my way. Shout it, swing my way. Y'all look good to me. Don't forget to rate, review, and follow us on Instagram at What the Chuck Podcast.